Bonjour, je suis le grand What is this for? Like in the middle of it? Yeah, in the middle, we're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. Don't not, forget. We're to... not talking like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. Yeah. We just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah. That's all we have to say. So just say that. Is there any, go. Yeah, if you're uh, language, you're listening, just cut what I said and put it on there. Method. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parents' guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order. Hey, what up, pig freaks? Welcome back to the pod. On today's episode, we brought back our friend George to discuss the Netflix series Sunderland Till I Die. If you're not familiar with the show, it's a documentary about soccer and the town surrounding an English professional football team. Also, if you're enjoying all of our freaky picks, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice little five-star rating. On that note, let's get into it. I just learned what stoppage time was. I never got that. I'm like, where are they getting these random numbers like that they're throwing out at the end? Because I only knew it from playing FIFA. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm winning. And they had this time. Um, all right. So we have the classics, Owen, Dennis here. And we also have special guest, Peak and Resident, George. Because today we are discussing the Netflix documentary series, Sunderland Till I Die. Specifically, the first episode, Sunderland Till I Die, highlights the unfailing passion Sunderland residents have for their beloved football club, taking viewers through their highs and lows of SAFC's 2017-2018 season in the championship following its relegation the previous year. Any preliminary thoughts from you, Dennis, before we watch this? Going in, not a big soccer guy at all. Just never really could get into it. I watched the World Cup, the USA in it, but other than that, I didn't have high hopes for this. That's actually a good segue. I wanted to mention really quick, the reason we brought on George is because George is now a soccer fan, uh, European English soccer fan for how long? About 10 years. Oh, let me just Let me just say real quick, I don't know diddly shit about the game of soccer, but okay. I enjoy watching it. Yeah, and then you mentioned it was kind of like Last Chance You, which I re- I like a lot. So that made me a little more interested. Do you like all the seasons, including basketball? I like the basketball ones, yeah. Especially okay. the one like that happened during COVID. And um, I like the uh, Coach Jason Brown one. Did you watch that one? That's nuts. I think I gave up on the football, but I got back into the first season of basketball. I haven't gone back to the second season. It's it's good. I've I've watched them all. Interesting. I wouldn't peg you for a last chance, you guy. Oh, man, I love sports. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On brand. And Owen, what were your thoughts? I'm definitely not a soccer fan. Probably say that I'm the least big like sports fan in general here. I probably watch the least amount of sports. Soccer, out of all of them, is like bottom. I don't like it. I don't like watching it. I liked playing FIFA. I like actually playing it, but when it comes to watching it, not a fan. Where are you playing soccer, Owen? (laughs) (laughs) No, with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I guess I haven't haven't played in a long time. Probably college was the last time, but it was a lot of fun. It's just, it's it's fun because you keep moving. No one's really that good at it. You just, you just like pick it hard. I feel like but, Owen, Owen's the type of person that like has a soccer ball and can do like kind of cool tricks with them, you know, like spinning out his hand, like a lot of hand stuff, which you don't really do with a soccer ball, but I see you doing that. Yeah, you, you can spin a basketball and do all the cool tricks with a basketball, yeah, like, right? I, I picture a ball going up your shoulders, like <laughs> down, like a lot. I know I can. Are we about to see this? 
<laughs> Let's see. What I can see what I can do best. Oh, freaks! Oh, um, not a soccer ball right now. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot of pressure on right now. Kevin. Can you explain the oh, prop crap. for the freaks? We love when you explain the props. Oh crap! This isn't going well. I actually just got a few screen grabs of it. Owen is breaking rule number one of a soccer match. He's using his finger to spin the ball. But it looks impressive. It is pretty impressive. But I could do this guy. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> picture you doing with the ball or whatever. He's basically. Yeah, I'm, on the, I'm on the sideline a lot playing with that. And then when they put me in, I just pick it as hard as I possibly can <laughs> towards the goal. And then sprint after it. Practicing so. your free throw form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I just want to lighten up. I have. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, so serious. I have just a quick um, thoughts on why I picked this. And I have been meaning to watch this documentary for a while. I think I heard it on a JJ Reddick podcast in like 2020. Just heard it was good. Didn't watch it. And then I started watching Premier League soccer casually like a year and a half ago. Uh, I got into a group chat with George, just kind of randomly picked a team, which was West Ham, because I heard they were the funniest fans. Um, and then I got re-intrigued in this documentary when I saw that it was actually Rob McElhaney's inspiration for buying that team. Are you guys familiar with how he bought Wrexham? Yes. Oh, see, I was wondering, okay, I was wondering if this happened before that or not. No, so I think it was a little bit like Maybe he saw Ted Lasso or something, and then he got into Sunderland. And this was like, he got fascinated by uh, relegation and the concept of it and was like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like if I bought a team. Um, I can't believe it took you three years to watch this, start watching this documentary. You said 2020. <laughs> that is insanely long. How long did it take me to watch Citizen Game? 70 years yeah but how many episodes are like like some cheers or like some bullshit sitcom that you've turned on like frazier i've seen every episode of king of queens probably yeah. 16 to 20 times yeah i don't watch a lot of documentaries so it's a little out of my comfort zone but i did watch a few episodes of wrexham and i didn't enjoy it so I, is wrexham the same sort of concept it's very similar yeah I thought that this was the team that they bought. <laughs> I didn't know uh, the name of the team. So it's like, oh, this is where he buys that team. So, spoiler, <laughs> he doesn't buy this team. It's a very similar storyline. A lot of the, there's, it's almost a blatant ripoff, just with like prettier faces and more recognizable faces. But I guess the overall reason why I picked this, I thought it would be fun to bring George on, who's like kind of our resident expert in soccer, and try to convince Owen and Dennis to non-soccer fans to at least appreciate the English Premier League and all the leagues within it. And wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. two things here. Number one, I didn't know that that was my job for this podcast, <laughs> but I accept the challenge. Number two, I just want to reiterate, I know fuck all about soccer. So if any <laughs> soccer experts are listening, they're going to be like, this guy doesn't know shit, which is true. But I like the sport. You got to fake it at least a little bit. I think you'll prove to be way more knowledgeable than you think, especially compared to like our very elementary level questions. Agreed. But, so we, me and George talked and we wanted to start off this pod doing an online quiz, which would be deciding which Premier League team you guys would support if you were fans. So I'm going to run Owens on my screen. Dennis, you can take it independently. Just we don't want to do we don't want to do collective team answer. I mean, you guys could do that if you want to agree and like have the same team at the end. But it's kind of fun not to support the same team so you can banter. It it is better that way. Okay. So do we just sit in silence and take the quiz? No, no, we're going to run you through the questions and you can explain why you're picking them. Okay. So it's once again, this is um, just a quiz that will decide which Premier League team Owen and Dennis support. We're going to run them through the questions and just kind of uh, get a sense for what they're looking for in a team and which team would match them. Just a couple notes about this quiz. It is missing a few major teams in the results and it is a little outdated, but I think it should be a pretty good overview on what these guys look for in a sports team so the hey can we take this how long will you live quiz instead I'm curious. <laughs> yeah we can do that later 
There are a lot of ads on this. Yeah, mine just has a big green continue button. <laughs> Did you click it? <laughs> Let's see. They have special. Yeah, a lot of li what is your lifespan? How skinny are you? Why do you need a quiz to decide how skinny you are? Whoa. <laughs> we skip that one. <laughs> all right. Hey, let's get to the. Yeah, write down the all your lies. Soccer. All right. So the first question is what climate do you enjoy living in? Warm, sunny, warm half the time, cold, rainy the other half, cold and rainy most of the time. Doesn't matter. A, warm and sunny. Most yeah, I would choose warm and sunny. Solid. Okay, neither of you live in that. I know, but <laughs> I like get five that. Years I, I'd be like, I like it cold half the time, you know. But no, I would no, rather live yeah. warm and sunny. No, I like it warm most of the time. I like it more temperate. So this isn't like that great. It didn't give that answer. So I'm going with warm and sunny all the time. There goes Owen's West Coast showing again. What a climate snob. <laughs> temperate. It doesn't get cold, cold here. So that's why I like it. The next question is, do you like being a bandwagon Fairweather fan? Yes, win all the time. I like being good, but not having a target on my back. No, I like the underdog. I don't, okay, for a person that doesn't watch a lot of sports, I always like the teams. Like, I'll watch Seattle teams and they're doing really good. So I think I am a bandwagon fan. Do I like that about myself? No, but I think just trying to be honest. Which is funny because, Owen, when it comes to pop culture, you're pretty much just a hater on everything. I think we can all agree. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I guess, yeah, like when it comes to sports, because you're less knowledgeable, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to trust whatever's happening here and just jump on the bandwagon. Absolutely. Ones that I could find where they got good players that I could kind of talk about at work or watch a game where I'm like, oh, this is actually fun because they're winning or like in the playoffs or something. Yeah, like why put up through the pain of like long years of fandom, like when you're just a casual fan. Yeah, it was funny whenever I moved and people found that I was from Cleveland. They're like, are you a Browns fan? I'm like, oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> and then they start, start asking me questions. I'm like, oh, shit, I have no fucking clue about anything. So I just kind of play it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, can't wait for this next season. So next time, Owen, I, this quiz might prove you some benefits because next time somebody asks you, like, dude, do you watch the Premier League? You can just, like, not tell them you took a quiz. Just be like, yeah, I'm a huge Liverpool fan. I love warm weather. I like winning. <laughs> yep, that describes Liverpool's situation. Warm weather. Is what Premier is League only in the UK, like England? Well, here's you're already, I'm not a ge geographical expert. <laughs> geography what are you george I'm what, not do you, anything, what qualifications do you from, have? from my understanding i think there are like whale like teams in wales which i think isn't in oh proper yeah rex yeah. is technically a wales team that could get into the premier league i don't know if there's any currently right now that aren't on the main island wales is just like western england it's okay. like basically england yeah right but isn't it a separate island I know it's a separate country, but it's. I think it's just part. It's part of the UK, right? Again, not a geographical expert. All right. Well, let's uh, bank that question, Dennis. Oh, so, what do you? Where do you stand on the bandwagon scale? Um, I think I like the underdog just because games are more interesting, and you're like you get more excited than disappointed. You know, like when you win all the time, you're just like, okay, that's common. And then when you lose, you're like really pissed. The you suffering makes the winning better. Yeah. Like, and I think it's it kind of makes you like easy to like joke around about like it's not taken too seriously. It's like oh whoa we actually won, but it's like easy. To, I like making fun of myself and the teams yeah. I like. I mean, I'm just like the Browns is like really the only team I really follow, and they're always an underdog. All right, next question: What's your favorite color? <laughs> Blue. Mine's green. So other. Dennis is backing it up. He's wearing a green shirt. <laughs> Owen has a blue hat on. So okay. Checks out. All right, well, we won't dive into that one too much. I don't really care why you guys just have your favorite colors. Do you want a team with a rich history? Yes, lots of tradition. No, new money and young blood. Doesn't matter. I'd say yes, lots of tradition. I agree. Why? I think I like tradition. I don't like new stuff. New, new and money makes me think of like Miami, Florida. Scottsdale, Arizona, a bunch of people that have never lived in that city, but just become fans, especially when they're good. 
Although that is like a, a Fairweather fan, but like that's <laughs> a little bit different. It is because that's a, it becomes kind of a status thing, not just like a relating to people thing. It's more like, oh, I got tickets to the Miami game. I got tickets to this. Right. I, this has be officially become a Scottsdale anti-pod. I like it. Yeah. Owen hates Scottsdale. How about Phoenix? Sure. You like Phoenix? It's the same thing. I, oh, I, like, I just love when people say by. Scottsdale because it's like, what, 10 minutes away from Phoenix? Why don't they just say Phoenix? Because no one lives in Phoenix and everyone's like, it's just like, it's buildings that people go to and work and then we, most of the stuff is all in Scottsdale. Oh. Phoenix is like ghost town. Dennis, do you have a quick um, explanation for tradition? Yeah, I just feel like if I'm going to watch this thing, I'd rather have some more history, you know? Mm-hmm. This thing that we're talking about, <laughs> this, <laughs> this concept, <laughs> novel game. <laughs> there is an idea of a Patrick Bateman. <laughs> All right, next question, number five. Do you want to be known for being flashy or being scrappy? Okay, let's put flashy down for everybody. I know we don't want to be flashy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I think I am flashy. Flashy, I would say like scrappy to somewhere in between oh and you're sitting there doing bald tricks like like the harlem globetrotters the definition of flashy i don't like flashy all right all right we'll put you down for scrappy sorry to be so combative this is just for like shows not actually like on the field tricks i'd fumble it so bad (laughs) he's like a clown it's yeah, a- <laughs> I need a stage, not a not a pitch. <laughs> it's almost like a fidget toy in a way. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Dennis, you have scrap. Or Dennis put flashy. Owen put scrappy. All right. Number six. What best describes you? Trendy and wealthy, responsible and family oriented, hardworking and tough, well rounded and proud. It's kind of awkward. I feel like Sarah's going to make fun of anything I say here and say that it's not true. <laughs> so I don't even know. I think I'm responsible and family oriented. I would agree with that. Um, I guess that that one for me too. Ooh. I don't think Dennis is being honest with himself. Uh, no, it was that or well-rounded and proud, but I, I wouldn't say proud. Seems kind of cocky. But, uh, I consider myself a proud person. Proud of what? My beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put me in. I'm proud of George's beard, too. Come on. (laughs) All right, next question, number seven. Do you like change? No. Yes, no, sometimes. Oh, and how many places have you lived? Name them. I don't like it. Okay. You just assume I like all these things because I do them. I'm being really rude to you. Sorry. I think it's just because like I'm man. I'm trying to uh, Kev, why don't you take the quiz for Owen? Yeah. I'm trying to feel Owen you doesn't a know bit. himself, obviously. Okay. I mean you're starting up the football banter early. Yeah. We're just trying to pick a team here. I think I'm just trying to get him fired up is all it comes down to. I stick to routine like too much. Yeah. I hate things outside of my routine, so I don't like change. I'm the same way. Like I hate vacations. Like I like the idea of like, I like, I like the vacation once I'm there, I enjoy it. But like taking PTO and like having to break my work schedule is a nightmare for me. I hate that. I said sometimes. Okay. Uh, number eight. This is a pretty revealing one. No. Are you a fan of stripes? God, it depends. That's it. Can't be a yes or no. It should have. And it depends. Uh, Let's I just, am a fan of stripes. I let's like just say stripes. it this way. On jerseys, do you like a jersey with stripes? No. No. Okay. All right. Number nine. How much are you willing to pay to see your team? A ton? They're worth it? Less than a lot? More than a little? Not very much? Not very much. Do, do I really like them? Like, I really want to see them. Let's assume in this case, yes. Like, you want to see them. Yeah. I mean, I if the Browns were in the Super Bowl, I would pay... A lot of money. So yes. How much money so would you pay for the Browns? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What's the what's the um? How many thousands? I think I would pay like up to ten grand. Oh wow, that is that is a lot. I, I mean, I pay a thousand, you cap out at five. I pay a thousand bucks a year in season tickets. Like that's nothing. A thousand for season tickets. There's so many games. The only thing that sucks is like, I know if I was at the Super Bowl, I'd be like, fuck, I wish I could just watch the game on TV. Like it's so much easier to like 
understand. And no, don't don't game. worry. That ten thousand dollars is so worth it. <laughs> ten thousand dollars, including like hotel travel. Oh, That's basically okay. going to be what it costs if you become a real fan of one of these teams and want to go see them. Oh man! Air travel, hotels, tickets. Not if I get a. Uh, let me change my answer. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question: Do you want to play in a great stadium? Like, do you want to watch a team in a great stadium? Yes, the best home in football soccer. Sure, it wouldn't hurt. It doesn't matter. Sure, it wouldn't hurt. I wish there was a no. I like. I want a, a bad stadium. Actually, Bud showed me some team um, that was just regulated. What's the promoted? Word? Promoted. Loot, Luton Town. Relic, relegated. Relegated. No, but he's going to talk about Luton Town. Yeah, he's going to some seats. video, and it's like people walking in the stands. It's like through someone's house almost. They ha- yeah, they have to make changes to their stadium in order to be in the Premier League next year. Yeah, but that would be so cool if that was your team. Like, I don't that want to be a cool. stadium. I want like a really, you know, dive bar stadium. So that is actually kind of interesting because as you see Sunderland uh, with this documentary, it starts off right after they were relegated. So there, I would assume their stadium is levels above everybody else they're playing. Is that fair to yeah. say? Yeah. I mean, they mentioned that in the documentary. So, I mean, I don't, George. So are, we, are we getting into the episode? I don't want to give away anything. Uh, no, we'll, we'll yeah. hold off. We'll leave that as a teaser really quick. All right, Owen, you ready for your answer? Yes. Who's my team, baby? Oh! Arsenal. 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 Here's the thing. I hate Arsenal. I don't even know, but everyone likes them. And I'm like, okay, cool. You like Arsenal too. Everyone I know. Everyone I know. That likes likes soccer. Everyone. Tanner likes it. Joe likes them. You like them. I don't know anyone else that doesn't. I don't know anyone that likes any other team. Well, that's just your very small circle and a very big coincidence. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm not a fan of Arsenal. So this is my new wanna, priority for I this wanna, pod is to make you an Arsenal, not only a soccer fan, Owen, but an Arsenal fan. I want to be on the, I don't want to banter with you. Is Arsenal like one of the top teams, like always does well? So in, in uh, football vernacular, they often refer to the big six, which are like the most historic big current big clubs in the Premier League and Arsenal are one of the big six. Okay. So right. I got... Wait, before we get to your pick, I just want to comment that, Owen, I'm not trying to pick a battle, but there are a lot of contradictions in your statements. So <laughs> it's it's not a surprise that you would end up with Arsenal because the people around you are naturally similar to you. So if they're Arsenal fans, you would naturally be an Arsenal fan too, right? And naturally, you said that like you would want to fit in with those people. You want to be able to talk with them. Like, so shouldn't you theoretically be an Arsenal fan so you could, like, chit-chat? It's like you forget who I really am. <laughs> I am a true, I'm a hater through and through, so I'm going to hate on him. Okay, I think that's a fair result, and I think it's a very accurate portrayal of Owen. I like it. Dennis, what was your pick? The villains, Aston Villa. Is that a I like that for you, Dennis. That sounds so lame. I don't do know any Aston like? Villa fans, so I like that for you. I like it too because just they say they're known as Villa, the Villa, the villains, the Lions. I like the villains. That's cool. So, two quick things about Aston Villa, if I can give you some context from my perspective, Dennis, that I think you'll like about them. Okay. They have a Spanish coach who actually coached Arsenal for like two years. His name's Unai Emery, and his English is getting better. But when he says good evening, he pronounces V's like a B, so it's good evening. <laughs> it's really funny. So it comes every press conference. He goes, good evening. And everyone makes fun of him for it. Uh, the second thing is the goalkeeper there used to also play for Arsenal, Emmy Martinez. But he won the World Cup for Argentina. And when he won the World Cup and he was on national television, he held the trophy and he kind of did like the DMX suck it with it <laughs> for the whole world to see. And like everyone kind I'm of liking this. But uh, goalies yeah, are right. usually like kind of big characters, like odd guys. So it wasn't super oh, surprising. Okay. I think I might actually, I like this just because they're called the villains too. I kind of like that. Where is Aston Villa? In, based in Winton, Birmingham. Which is like two, two uh, is that England? <laughs> it's in England, England, I think. Is that? 
But they're a club on the rise. It's a good time to buy stock in Aston Villa. Yeah, it sounded like they had a... And Dennis, I will say, like, when you pick a team, like, it is... When you're following these Premier League teams, because none of us have, like, any real connection to these teams, like, it's kind of fun to pick one that your friend doesn't like. Like, it's kind of fun to just, like, I'm an Aston Villa fan. Like, fuck you for no reason. Like, like, oh, and, like, George, based on Owen's picks, like, do you have a recommendation for what team he should like? So the hipster team? Let's say, yeah, the who's who's Seattle's favorite hipster. Let me take a quick look at the table and come back to me on that. Yeah, there's a a couple that come to mind. Like, you could have jumped on, like, the Newcastle bandwagon this season. Um, Sounds cooler. Wait, Kevin, what's the team you like? West Ham. I don't even see them on the list. So, yeah, that was one caveat. Yeah, there was a couple teams missing, and for some reason they were not on this list. West Ham used to be one of the big six historically, but I think I like West Ham because I like the name of it way better. Oh, and I have your team. Your your Brighton Hove Albion, the Seagulls. Oh, yeah, that's very Seattle. Sounds very Owen. I don't know why. They are I don't they're the Seagulls and uh, they finished sixth, which means they're gonna be in Europe next year and we'll talk about Europe. Uh, Dennis Aston Villa finished seventh, they'll also be in Europe. So um, we'll talk about we'll talk about what Europe is. It's kind of like the playoffs in, in soccer. But yeah, what, uh, is, what is Europe? I've heard of Europe before. We'll, we'll talk about what Europe is. <laughs> it, it was actually my next pick for uh thing. I, I wanted to learn about Europe. It's a, <laughs> it's a country overseas. We'll dig into it. All right. That that was fun though. I, I like that. Dennis, do you think there's any chance that you'll stick with Aston Villa? Just just casually? Um, or like if somebody just randomly asked you like what EPL team you like, just say Aston Villa. Yeah, I'll definitely remember the villains. Yeah. Um, like, is oh, that, I'm a that people know, George? If you would say I'm a villains fan, I would be like, what the fuck is <laughs> But again, I know diddly shit about <laughs> soccer. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to be like, yeah, I'm a villains fan, Aston Villa. And they'd be like, oh, he must be a fan because I don't You'd know. You'd be that unique. Name. <laughs> you wouldn't meet a lot of other Aston Villa fans. They're not part of the big six. There is a chance, you know, in five, 10 years, they could be relegated based off that. So who's oh. the big who's the big six? Uh your big six are Man United, Manchester City, uh Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. Is that six? I thought you said Arsenal wasn't like popular. They they're big six. They gotta be popular. Well, I right? mean, Man U's definitely the most popular yeah. worldwide. Uh then Manchester City, just because of their recent dominance, are pretty popular. And then I would say Liverpool and Arsenal and Chelsea are probably on the same level. And then there's the sixth team. Um, I don't, t- you want to say what they're called, Kevin? I can't really say their name as an Arsenal fan. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was pulling something up. Um, uh, I have to show this to you guys really quick. So I'm in a group chat with George. <laughs> that's basically just about soccer. And I have to show you who is arguably the best player in English premier league soccer right now. Check this guy out. Dennis, the- if you like villains, you'll love this guy. Look at this oh, guy. Man. <laughs> it's, it's like a Game of Thrones villain. <laughs> so for the who you can't see, I pulled up Erling Holland, who's uh, a Manchester City player. It's like a Targaryen. He, he is like the scariest looking human being. He's a Terminator. <laughs> He's from the future. He's a dye his eyebrows. He needs to do a lot differently. This guy scores like three Whoa. goals a game. That hair flip. I love him flipping his hair back. He came to the league this year, and he broke the record for most goals scored. Almost like, wow. yeah, didn't he like double most like what normal people do, or like a normal season record? See, I feel uh, like, yeah, basically, I feel like soccer is a, a sport where you you don't really have. Oh, well, I guess I don't. There's a big stars in soccer. You don't have like a dominating player like LeBron James, right? It's hard to see it like happening, like someone taking over a game, like yeah. in other sports, like in basketball, like like you know when LeBron's taking over. But since I think there's eleven players on the field, and there's not like a, it's 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 almost impossible for like a Nick Chubb like ninety nine yard touchdown run. Like no one's gonna pick up yeah. the ball and just run through eleven people in soccer. So it I, is very I, difficult to. Do they set up plays like, all right, we're going on the field, we got to get the ball in this guy's hands. They set up more patterns of play. So they practice in like getting in shapes on the field and like creating, you know, maybe a diamond shape and like passing it around quickly to 
move the ball and advance it. But like, you know, you can't like run out like Omaha 47 and everybody. Yeah. Like, we know exactly what that means, except maybe on like a corner kick or like a free kick. Okay. But Dennis, you said, do we get it into the ball in the guy's hands? They actually use their feet. I don't get that. I don't get it. <laughs> so they don't want to get it in his hands, but if they get it in his feet, I think they're doing pretty good. I have a good metaphor, Dennis, for your point. It's kind of like sometimes the best player in the league is kind of like a cornerback in the NFL. Like, can you picture what a good cornerback looks like? No, I guess because, yeah, there's no. Like, yeah, maybe they occasionally get an interception. Right. So it's like, is that fair to say, George? Because I think of Declan Rice in this scenario. Like, there's some things he does out there, but he's not the one necessarily scoring goals. He's mostly like setting up stuff and like making great plays on the other side. Yeah, I think that was a good analogy. And thank you for incorporating future Arsenal star, hopefully, Declan Rice. So, one of my favorite. My the guy the best player on my favorite team is now about to is likely going to go to Arsenal. We're offering our Arsenal. I'm not part of Arsenal. I don't know why I said we. Uh, <laughs> I hate when people do that. Oh, we. Uh, but Arsenal are offering West Ham probably around 100 million pounds for this player. So they just buy players in in your in soccer instead of trades and stuff. They just buy and sell them with other teams. All right. So we do need to get in the actual uh, episode of the television program we watched. All right, so I kind of just broke this out into four acts. We didn't really have like a good summary online. So I just wanted to start just kind of talking about the opening. It just kind of opens up with um, uh, the city of Sunderland, Sunderland at church praying for the AFC, Sunderland AFC. Any thoughts there? Yeah, actually, Kevin, I have a quick um, thing I want to show you guys. <laughs> That just does a good summary overview of uh, oh of it all. <laughs> yeah, so Kevin kind of showed my up my game last time by recording this song. So lots of pressure, Dennis. You hear it? Is this the cranberries? You guys hear it? Yeah. There's a town by the sea. With English people This town You see Has issues A soccer team They got (laughs) Deregulated (laughs) And the soccer team You see Means everything Sutherland, oh Sutherland, I love you. <laughs> Sutherland, oh Sutherland, you'll win again, you'll win again, again. Sutherland, oh Sutherland, I miss you. Sucker is life. In Southern Soccer is life in Southern Land. Soccer is life in Southern Land. Soccer is life in Southern Land. Soccer is life in Southern Soccer is life in Southern Land. Soccer is life in Southern Land. Soccer is life in Sutherland. 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 People of Sutherland need a hero. And that hero is the soccer team. Long live the queen. Really good. I really liked it. That was great. And the pod. Did you write that? Yeah, I did. Okay, so you mentioned that it would, you know, 
explain the series, the episode. Didn't really do much of that, though, huh? <laughs> I actually, at the end, too, I go, long live the queen. And I played it for Lisa, and she's like, you know the queen died. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God, I, totally I didn't want to have to tell you. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. No, that so was much really- confidence to be able to put that out there. <laughs> Guys, was- I think we have to re-record the song of the summer, Pod. <laughs> we have a new contender. I had a little too much fun recording that. All right. Well, thanks, Dennis, for sharing that with us. That was great. Better than uh, Kevin's game, you think? Yeah, yeah I would say so. Yeah. Best segment so far. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that didn't really define the episode like I hoped it would. Uh, soccer is life in Sunderland. Okay. It got deregulated. My note is success of the team equals success of the city. So Yeah. Okay. All right, so they open up at church, and everybody's praying for the team. Did that inspire any thoughts from you? Yes. So, like, oh, shit. What does that <laughs> I don't even know what I want to say. It just was like we all grew up as Catholic Catholic kids, and it starts off with church. I was like, all right, that. <laughs> no, 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 know, man. No, <laughs> I no. no. <laughs> I tried to get across. That's a good point, though, because – I actually the sounds was got me all screwed up. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm reading the that song. I'm reading the chat now, which I didn't see, and it's like <laughs> oh. a bit long. Can you wrap <laughs> it up? <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap it up, Dennis. Wrap it up. <laughs> I, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> like, why is he avoiding it? Okay, Can you write this or chat GPT. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> no, I was genuinely curious. I, I, I asked my- it too. No, um, many takes. Okay, it was very good. I can't wait to share that song with the people. But do you recall ever being at like a Catholic mass in Cleveland? And did the priest pray for like the sports teams? I remember them mentioning like the Browns and like their homily, like as a joke or something. Yeah, which made me realize like the level of like seriousness they treat this team. Because like even the priest would be like, "All right, now time to get to the Browns game. Now that mass is over." But like to actually like cry and pray and like rely on this team and your mass is kind of wild. But do you think that's there because the cameras are there? Yes. That's what my point was going to be like, this was pre it was recorded and they probably like, Hey, can you just cut the saying this? So we have a clip for the, the show. I I don't know though. It's a normal thing. I'll disagree. I'll, I'll say that that was pretty genuine because the success of this team and the, economics behind that really does drive the success of the city but when's the last time you went to church george no but i will disagree with like your point on the i feel like growing up my experience with church has always been like don't leave right after the eucharist so you can go catch the kickoff for the browns game like stick like stick around like i leave first i'm the priest (laughs) then you can leave right there was a little bit more of a power trip there yes noon mass butted up right up to one o'clock and then what do you have five minutes to get home yeah, I, uh, I guarantee though. I think they the guy is they are genuine because I, I just imagine the Browns like in some really important game or the Cavs like about to win the finals. I'm sure they mentioned that at mass, like go Cavs at the end or something like that. You know, I think this speaks a lot to the song of the summer. Dennis's song is the success of the team leads to success and prosperity of the city. I mean, did you guys remember like the time when LeBron was in Cleveland and he left? Like how yeah. heartbroken and everybody was like, this isn't just like, I'm not petty upset. Like he's ruining my city. Like the economics are just going to fall apart. Like, did you believe that? Or did you just think like, okay, these people are just mad at this guy for leaving. I kind of believed it. Cause I felt like I only went downtown to watch Browns and Cavs games. And so, yeah. I mean, when he was there, you saw how much they redid downtown Cleveland. Now, who knows if he wasn't there, if they still did that, because just about every city, a lot of people moved into like downtown areas around that 2010s up to now. Um, so I don't know if he, act, he was the reason why it got built out so much and so much money was going to it, or if that was going to happen naturally. But it definitely brought money into the town, into the city. It did no bring doubt. a lot. It brought a lot of recognition to the city, like where none of us know where Sunderland is or however you pronounce it. Like I remember being on a cruise when I was like 
young and LeBron was playing in Cleveland and I was reading like the newspaper and it was all international headlines and like Cleveland was mentioned yeah. in the newspaper just because of LeBron. And like, I mean like New York city wasn't mentioned in this paper, like LA wasn't mentioned in this paper, but like Cleveland was. So it that's, does bring a lot of attention to a city. That's kind of the cool thing about soccer, which I think George is going to be- talk about regulation. Is that what it's called? Relegation. George, can you explain? <laughs> I can't fucking get it. Okay. We'll just Dennis <laughs> regulation. Yes, yeah. I can explain. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, why don't we just call it the R word? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good now. <laughs> Back at home. Come home, buddy. Come home. <laughs> George, George, can you explain it? And then I have a comment just how it's interesting. Yeah. So basically in the premier league, how it works is, there's 20 teams. Every team plays every other team once home and once away. So they play each other other team twice. So 19 other teams, 38 games. So each game they can accumulate three points with a win, one point with a tie, zero points with a loss. At the end of those 38 games, the three teams at the bottom get relegated, which means that they get kicked out of the English Premier League. They're no longer in the English Premier League. And three teams from the league below would be promoted into the English Premier League. So think of it like this, because these teams aren't related whatsoever. So it's almost like if the Browns were the worst team and they got kicked out of the NFL, they wouldn't be going to like a minor league of like Browns. They would be going to like USFL or like the Canadian Football League. They go to a completely different league altogether. And the only way back into the show is by getting promoted and being in the top three the following season of that league. Yeah. So I think that's it's cool for a city like Sunderland, which is doesn't seem like a big city because it's like I just imagine a USA small city like Youngstown, Ohio, or something having a football team that's really good that makes it into the NFL. Where I could see that would be like everyone would be so focused on that team because it's they're like on the the big show, as as George mentioned. Um, Owen. But are those three teams that got kicked out, are they better than the three teams that they let in normally? Is it just to give them a shot? So probably, I, yes. I, will, I wish they would make them go head-to-head because it's like, I don't know. But what's interesting is when a team goes down, because they're no longer getting sponsorship deals or TV rights, they lose so much revenue that they had expected to come in over the next few years. And so what happens is they eventually have to sell all their best players. Those players don't want to play on that team anymore because they're no longer playing in the Premier League. And those teams who get promoted go from like, you know, maybe 40 or $50, $50 million in TV revenue to $200 million in revenue. So they're buying new players. So the next year, those teams that got promoted and those teams that got relegated do flip-flop. Instantly, they become better because of the revenue and the money that comes in and the players they can buy. So let's look at that Lutton City team that... Dennis was talking about earlier that like has a shitty stadium. Yes, they have a lot of work to do to be in the Premier League, but because they now are going to be playing Arsenal and uh, whatever West Ham and other teams that are major, like they're going to get a lot more sponsorship money. Like people, like eyes are going to be on this Lutton City team. So like it does. It's like it's a natural flip flop. Like the money now flows towards them, and it's their opportunity to capitalize on it or fall right back down into the league below. So it's, what what would happen if like the biggest team had one bad year and they're like they get oh. relegated? It can happen. It's devastating. It basically it happened. Happen. To, it basically happened to Sunderland too. And like right before this, weren't they saying they were like top of the line? Then all of a sudden they had like a couple bad years, and then now all of a sudden they're down. I could just imagine though, like they're the premier, premier League being like, "Fuck, this is like most of our viewership is for this team." Yeah, I mean, so a team who won the league less than ten years ago, Leicester City got relegated this year. That's I crazy. mean, they're not, I mean, it's not like if Manchester United or Chelsea or Arsenal went down, but I mean, in theory it could happen. And to Kevin's point, when Sunderland went down, they were kind of considered a, a big club. They'd been in the premier league for, I think 10 years and had a lot of revenue coming in and they just built a, the biggest brand newest stadium they could build. They actually show it, it just, it's not a spoiler to the show, but what's his name? Uh, Prince Andrew <laughs> is at the unveiling of that in that clip of the, unveiling of the new stadium in Sutherland till I die. Surprised they didn't go back oh. and edit him out. Wait, who's Prince Andrew? Epstein's bro. <laughs> oh yeah. He's <laughs> brother of uh the king. Right? Yeah, Elvis. <laughs> I think he's the king's uncle. 
Or no, wait, who's the king? Oh, never mind. You're right. I was thinking William's the king now, but there's this other guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're just all waiting for. <laughs> yeah, he's so, like 80 already. So one quick thing I want to draw out really quick, though, is so there are these like, I don't think like five or six main tiers of leagues in this. So there's the Premier League. There's the very confusing Championship League, which is what Sunderland is relegated to then there's like football league one or something league one league, league two. two and then i think league three and then those are the five professional leagues and then below that is not considered fully professional leagues so these teams are bouncing up and down all the time wrexham for perspective when rob McElhaney bought the team was in like league three so he's trying to get them all the way up to the premier league or are they in league are they in the league below that now they re- they recently just got um promoted to the league up so they're now in league two i believe it is it is like pretty cool just because you could be in like a small city and every game you're like there's a chance you know we'll we'll get promoted and promoted to the premier league so every game feels like when you go watch a fucking minor league baseball game it doesn't mean shit you know it's just or if you watch an nba regular season game it doesn't mean shit anymore that's like the biggest argument none of the players play and like these fans have no reason to go watch these regular season games Every yeah, game matters for these yeah. championships and winning titles. Uh, but the Luton Town, the team that stadium that you saw a picture of, Dennis, they came within, I think, the past nine years from like the fifth league, which isn't considered a professional league. So, wow. and like they've been promoted, I think, five times in the past nine years. So they have guys who are like, when they started playing for this club, were like driving for FedEx and playing on this club. Wow. They're now going to be in the Premier League playing with the best. I want to watch that doc. That sounds good. They may not have had enough foresight to get the cameras on them, to be honest. Um, Oh, and did you have anything before I continue? Okay. Because I think there's an obvious intro song to this podcast. And the episode is titled Blinded by the Light. And there's a pretty damn good montage with that song, which uh, (laughs) I would start off with just... Well, no, I just have... (laughs) Yeah, put on a real song. Okay, like there's an obvious intro song. Not mine. No, we can't put on your song. Your whole song <laughs> that's going to blow up your joke. That's true. Um, but Blinded by the Light. Did you guys know that was both a Bruce Springsteen song and a Manfred Mann song? Yes. Which one did, which one did you like better? The Man for Man. The Bruce Springsteen song's too slow. It's not like... Whatever the version it. that they're played on here, on the po- or not on the podcast. Well, we played on the podcast too, but on the actual show, I like that version. Yeah, I think that's the man for man. You never hear the Bruce Springsteen song version. Oh, and it was good in this. I don't really remember what happened. I think they were just kind of like going over about their historic run. Yeah, it was a history montage, and that's where Prince Andrew appeared. Yeah, and they had that old the old guy riding around the car talking about the city and how how good they did, just talking about the good old times. And it just seemed so much better. Yeah, I, the, I, don't, I don't know what it's like living there, but not just living there, just in general, like old sports teams before everything just got really flashy and super like money hungry. Obviously, there's always been like money floating around. It seemed like people cared a lot more and didn't have like this personal brand that they had to upkeep just playing. It just seemed better. It, I liked it. The music fit very well. I was a big fan of that. that what do you guys music. think of how these people look? Kind of I have a, looking, huh? I, ha- I have a note that like <laughs> as soon as soon as they got that cab driver on, that's when I turned on the subtitles because I was like, I cannot understand a word this guy is saying. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would be a- like an eight in that city, you know, like closer to ten. Okay, well, eight. all right. Well, let's take this opportunity to just get into the preseason game, George. I do have a quick question for you. I didn't understand the timeline of this. But like, was this their last preseason game? Was this their one and only preseason game? Yeah, unclear. Okay. And the only thing I'll say is um, the fans that they're interviewing beforehand and like they're giving their predictions, like Celtics, the best team in the Scottish League, like year in and year out. And I don't think any team in the championship would be built beating Celtics. So like a little delusional that they thought, oh, they're going to win five nothing or two nothing. That's a good point, though, because I love their optimism. Like coming from Cleveland, I think of all my friends and like everybody's so negative. Like Browns are going to suck again this year. Like there's no positivity around like a team like that. 
I think there's positivity until the first game comes on and then everyone's like, oh, classic Browns, we suck again. Everyone's got high hopes. And I'm always just like, why does everyone get such high hopes for them? It doesn't matter who they get. <laughs> They're always going to suck. There was a lot of that in this documentary too. Cause like right after like they lose five, nothing in this preseason game, there's a riot or like what's like close to a riot. So oh, yeah. definitely yeah. Browns. <laughs> yeah. It did remind me a lot. I mean, it's such similar backgrounds of like a Rust Belt city or um, I don't know, Cleveland. How many, preseason, how many preseason games do they play usually? I think it just depends. I mean, some do maybe just one or two others might do more like Arsenal does like a tour like in the U S and makes up cups just to do make money. I think it's different in the sense that they're like not playing the other teams. They're going to be playing in the league. They're playing like teams from all over the world to to just kind of like, it's a money grab and you know, a good warm up. but like these games aren't supposed to be super competitive, but like to see like some of the tackles and people getting hurt in this game Oh, and tackles is just what they call like when they challenge for the ball, like they try to steal it in basketball, they call it tackles for some reason. But it was a very aggressively played preseason game for what it looked like. And they got battered. Yeah, Stumped. Celtics really w- wiped the pitch with Sunderland, huh? Well said, Owen. <laughs> Owen watched it for sure. Hugh Dennis's song. <laughs> I did I did watch it. It was five zip. Celtics beat him five zip. Hell yeah, they did. And yeah. then there's a guy. Larry Bird hit two threes. <laughs> did you guys no, see the- wasn't their name the Celtics? Yeah, it was. It was it's Celtic. <laughs> oh, oh really? sorry. I'll drop. I'll drop the eyes. <laughs> you asked. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the guy in the Denver Broncos jersey in the stands? For real? Yeah, I was so confused by was that. Was that when Peyton Manning won Super Bowl? It very well might have been, or like I probably. Yeah, I think it was a year after that. No, probably two years after that. Dude, I like don't know time after like college. You could like give an event and it'd be like, was that two years ago or was that ten years ago? Like, I have no fucking idea. Because Peyton Manning was at he won that after college, right? I don't even fucking know. Yeah, he he won that in 2015. But right, I remember because it was right before yeah. Trump Trump was president. My favorite oh. guy. Um, I don't really have much else on the preseason game unless anybody else does. I just, the one thing I noticed, like they said, commence the turnstile barrier operations, like just to prevent a riot. Cause they didn't want like yeah. everybody coming out rioting. And then I saw the London cops were wearing those stupid hats <laughs> or not the London cops, the English cops. Like why are these guys wearing these stupid hats? Yeah. I imagine them having their little like baton and like hitting a fence <laughs> while they're walking. I have a question for Owen. Oh, and what'd you think of the coach's half turtleneck? I didn't notice. Oh man, I thought I thought that was gonna register with you for sure. That's high praise no, when I... it comes to Owen. If Owen doesn't notice it, it means it's passable. <laughs> I was so I was so focused on my pick and lightly focused on this episode. I had a lot going on. So it wasn't all right, let me redo that. There was a part where I kind of like skipped and I'm like, I got to figure out what I'm doing for this one real quick. And then I caught back in. So I put my phone down. What do you mean back in? Where'd you get to go to another room to do some Did you see me the whole beginning of this podcast? I've been been in and out of each room so much. I I promise. I've been like three times. I know. I'm I'm done moving now. I had to plug in. I had to get some more food. I'm not drinking this podcast. So I'm like, I'm very, I need to be distracted. So I kept eating food. So I told myself to stop. But Well, let's get into the post game, which is my uh, third act of the first episode. So it kind of like opens up with like the players, their daily lives. And the one scene that stuck out, stood out to me was that, was that a goalie driving his case. It reminded me so much of Dennis and his kids. I have the same note. I was going to ask, do Freddie and Ozzy say, be good, Joshy? Okay? No, my kids hate go, hate getting in the car because I'm driving them to daycares where they're screaming their heads off. I thought it was so cute that they didn't know what their dad did. Do, do your oh, kids know what, what you no, do? You're, no a pod, you're a podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know what Dennis does other than this podcast. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to... I played... Um, Freddie, the song, he knew it was me singing. So he probably thinks I'm a singer now. That sounds Is like that a proud you, dad? dad. No, but yeah, my it's every morning. It's the fucking worst. Imagine the worst morning of your life. 
taking your they hate going to daycare. I actually always imagine like Kevin, like no offense, Kevin. I was I always imagine you having like my normal morning and just like how much it would suck. Um go ahead, Kevin. I have the perfect transition because my next question for you guys, um, they cut next to the chief executive, which I don't understand that, uh, what that is in soccer, but he mentions like, this is what wakes me up in the morning. And I was going to, I was wondering like, what wakes you guys up in the morning? Oh, and let's start with you. Like what gets you excited in the morning? Coffee. <laughs> Just the coffee. Like not, there's nothing yeah. like not, not like a larger drive or like, not not really, dude. I remember I used to get so pumped when it was Fridays and it was so easy to wake up. And like I die I would die to have that feeling again. I normally just wake up and be like, man, I'm still so tired and I have to go to work. You seem it's to more of like early. I get up at five in the morning. George too. That's what successful yeah. people do, Owen. I bet our guy Martin Bain, chief executive, does the same thing. He was swimming in the pool. I bet it was like yeah. four forty five. But Kevin, let me get back to you. Coffee is like a great thing to wake up for. It's but I love drinking coffee in the morning. It's great. And I get pumped. I, I drive in, like I get a podcast going and I go, I normally listen to Peak Freaks or <laughs> Peak, uh, Peak Picks, one of the two, <laughs> to get my day started. Peak Freaks. <laughs> Dude, shit. Is that, did I just call the podcast the wrong yeah, name? Oh, they're wrong. We can edit that. You actually called it the name that I wanted originally, but. It sounds better. <laughs> okay, so Owen, what gets you up in the morning is just the coffee, just that like let's just let the caffeine. So caffeine gets you up in the morning, which is a very yeah, literal just, answer. Yeah, caffeine, caffeine, and a little bit of like downtime by myself, riding into work. That be, that's a better that's answer. Dennis, what gets you up in the morning, other than like the obvious, like your kids screaming, like what excites you? That like writing music. Um, no, just being in my house by myself, which is like, because I work from home and Lisa's gone and the kids are gone. I have a puppy now, but um, yeah, just being by myself. George? Yeah, I would say my routine gets me up in the morning because I know once my routine's done, then I have my time for leisure and doing what I want to do. You sound like a like a podcast motivational guy, you know? <laughs> My routine and then leisure. <laughs> no, I read a book that was talking about, it's called A Gentleman of Moscow. And he talked about how a gentleman should aim to get all of his duties done by noon so his afternoon could be left for leisure. And I'm just like, that sounds nice. That does sound done with all my work by like noon and then my afternoon's all for me. That, that sounds great, but I have, to work, I have to work until four, like 4.30 or 4 o'clock. Well, one of the reasons I do get up early is because I work East Coast time. So I can almost oh. pull it off. So I work from yeah. like five thirty to two. Honestly, that's great. Like I would, that would be awesome. I'd rather. I'm so much more productive in the morning than like after like two o'clock is like hard. Yeah, that's a good segue for me because. Kevin, what gets Wait, you, what gets up, you in up in the morning? No, no, I, that, I was gonna. That's why, because like I am the complete opposite of you guys. I don't wake up until literally I have to start working. Like I don't have coffee before i don't like have chill time i wake up and i have to run straight to my computer <laughs> to start working that sounds so <laughs> that's awful. exactly what i imagine yeah. and, and like i i really like love my job and i like love doing this stuff so it's just like like yes i'm gonna sleep until like the very last minute but like i'm gonna dive in right away like i will wake up at nine and i will like be having a full work conversation by 901 teeth unbrushed smelling like i haven't showered and it's just like i'm i'm back in and then like i'll i will work late like i love like doing yeah. this stuff until like 12 o'clock at night one o'clock in the morning you do stay up probably later than any of us yeah by far i so, think yeah. Kevin frozen frozen or did it die do you want to build a snowman <laughs> whoa you duplicate <laughs> yourself <laughs> Why does this always happen? Why do I have so many freaking... This is AI, Owen. Yeah, is this a real Owen? Uh, I will say we're we're doing pretty good on time. I can expedite this a little bit if you guys want to get to Owen's pick before before 8. I just had a couple other notes on like the post-game. 
I liked that manager's speech, just like saying, like, look, the fans just want to see your care and desire. It's the least you can do. I thought that was really cool. Like, because at the end of the day, like, if you show up to a Browns game and, like, you see, like, Baker Mayfield at least trying, are you satisfied, Dennis? Like, if he really shows that he cares and is, like, putting his heart on the line, maybe comes up short, are you satisfied? I think the word was were. Baker Mayfield isn't there anymore. No, but um he's a good example yeah, I don't know because he's mean, a very passionate guy if i know they have the skill and it was like something outside of their hands i'd be satisfied like that they put it in but it it's more like oh man he just fucking sucks mm-hmm. you know there's nothing he can do more than i would so i think maybe that's the feeling they have is like oh these these players just aren't good enough like even if they played their best day which i don't know if they're actually having that feeling but a lot of times with the Browns, that's what you have. It's like they could play their best game and they're still, they still suck. So my takeaway from this episode and George, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it sounds like they had a lot of good players on their team that were just under contract that were very content. And he was kind of just like trying to spark a fire in them. Yeah. That was, that was what I got from it. Yeah. I think what you see a lot of times with these relegated teams is these are players who were signed to play in the Premier League and are on Premier League wages. And now all of a sudden they're on these wages, but in a shittier league and they can't go anywhere else because maybe now they're older and no one wants them in the Premier League. And if they were going to go to a different team in now the championship, they would get you know a fraction of what they're getting paid. So they're just you know complacent and taking the paychecks. And it's, it's very hard. You know, A lot of times people just get paid to go away in soccer because it's more economically feasible over the long run just to say here's a bunch of money up front so we don't have to pay you for the next five years and yes that's what Sunderland is facing very interesting um and then we get to the first like the morning of the first real match which was very very relatable being from Cleveland because like just the vibes in the town the excitement it reminded me of Indian slash Guardians open day and a one guy was like this is why you take a half day at work like I, everybody in Cleveland <laughs> has taken a half day at work for one of those. Yeah. No other comment there. Um, <laughs> I I do have to say, I feel like the only times I've ever taken a half day, like when I had to, it was for like some sort of sporting event. What do you recall? What that Where was? everybody knows you're going to take the half day for that sporting event. So you yeah, can just I get something out early. Like the Cavs uh, parade. That's like the only example I'm thinking of, but uh, well, being in being in Cincinnati now, like it's I, and the same with Cleveland. It's like why even take the half day at work because like nobody's even working. Like you don't need to like request official PTO. You can just fuck around. Well, I think like a, a job like Owens, where you're in the oh, office, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, these people, people are you. <laughs> you have to manage people. <laughs> these people probably aren't. probably had to take a half day, right, Owen? Yes. Right. I think David noticed I can't just put like a stuffed animal in my chair and say, I'm here still. <laughs> but you're a cool boss. If they did that, you'd let it slide because, you know. <laughs> yeah. A stuffed animal mixing paint. That's and they're like mean. really excited about the Seattle Kraken, whatever that is. Yeah, the Supersonics just won the title. Speaking of uh, bandwagon fans from the uh, Kraken or in the playoffs, I was watching them a lot. And then they lost to Dallas. What the fuck? Are the I don't reckon. Is that the hockey it's team? Sea Monster. Yeah, it's a, a hockey NHL team. Do you like yeah, hat tricks? Do I like their what? <laughs> Do you like hat tricks? <laughs> Like three goals, right? No, no, like where oh. you do the where you put your hat tricks. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I wanted. Wait, you no, do. Can I get a screen grab of that just for context. <laughs> oh, it is kind of like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he says he's not flashy. That is flashy. No, not that flashy. All right, before we get to Owen's pick, I did want to say that the uh, the ending kind of got me pumped up, just like when they're doing the We Are Sunderland chant. Really, really made me feel something and want to continue watching the series. Yeah, so like cut off right in the middle of their first game, right? Just like right before the start, if I recall. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll continue watching, honestly. 
I'm very intrigued as well. And it's only two seasons and then they're going to bring back another one soon. So I too will continue watching. Oh, and I have a guess on your thoughts, but where do you stand on this? So I really liked the beginning and be like, Oh man, I'm going to keep watching this. And it was more of the guy explaining what the city was like. And then just like a soccer game, the beginning's fun when there's almost goals where you're like, oh, he might score. And then it's just the same thing over and over again where no one scores or they score very little. It gets boring. Wasn't I was not captivated. That was kind of boring. I don't think I like well, it. You were a little rushed, right? I, w- I didn't feel rushed, though. I didn't feel, and I was never like, let me pause, let me dig into this like a little bit more. Um, I, think there, I just didn't. I, I didn't really like it. I tried watching the F1 one because isn't there like series of things like this? Yeah. I tried mm-hmm. watching the F1 one and I was like, I don't like this either. So F1, I don't know. I don't... But, the, but the golf one, I loved. I I do have another question for Owen. Um, are you at least a little bit intrigued by like the English Premier League or at least like have like an understanding for like why people have gotten into it? No, I get it. I think soccer is just so boring. Yeah, it's almost like you're not that. The matches are fun, but it's like the in-betweens that are a little bit more fun, like seeing the results of the other matches, seeing the teams go up and down. No, but again, not a big sports guy. So like people will say that about any sports. I'm like, eh, I like I can kind of get into some things, but it doesn't really get me get me going. Well, you like hockey, which is basically the same. I liked I've this is what I was saying. Like I like bandwagon things. So that was playoffs. I watched the playoffs which were very fun when it's like you have a, you're like this Seattle or the Kraken were in it. So Seattle's team and it's just, it was fun to watch. But after that, I tried watching more uh, games during the regular season, but I couldn't do it because it was the same thing. It's like, it gets boring where they almost score and then don't score. So George, I'm out. George, any takeaways? I know you've seen at least one season or have you seen both? I, I've seen the whole series. I'd encourage you to continue to watch if you are interested at all. But if it's not for you, totally understandable. Um, and I'll just sign off with saying Arsenal until I die and Tottenham are shit. Fuck them. Fuck the Spurs. All right, Owen, what's your pick? Um, my pick, I'm hoping you guys haven't seen this already. If you did, I think it'll I'll make it more entertaining. But I am picking The Whale. Oh, no! Oh. Have you guys watched it yet? I haven't no, seen I, it. I cannot. I would not bring myself to watch it, but I'm in now. I have to. Okay. I've wanted to watch so, it. I've wanted to watch it. Sarah's been bugging me to watch it before. I'm like, I have to save it until my pick. And I got really, I've had this pick for like weeks. And they're very worried that you guys are going to pick it. But it's not just watching the whale. We got to be the whale. So every time that he eats during the show or during the movie, we have to eat. And the goal is that you have to document what you eat. And we're going to counter how many total calories we collectively have eaten throughout the podcast and see if we can get close to the number that he has. I don't want you guys to go overboard with how much eating you're doing, but I want us to actually eat. What is this for? Like in the middle of it? Yeah, in the middle. We're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget. We're not talking like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. You just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah, That's all we yeah. have to say. So just say that. Is there Seven, any, go. Yeah, if you're, uh, you're listening Just cut now. what I said and put it on there. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parent's guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order.